0: bless the she that believe y'all <laughs> welcome back everyone i'm so glad to be back praise god for that reset this is the reset too this is season two i believe episode 12 i didn't even put the title in yet i just was like biting at the chomp ready to go um before we get started i'm gonna start with a word of prayer like always holy father thank you for this day Lord, no matter what time of day it is, I thank you for this day, Father God. Lord, I thank you so much for your grace, your mercy, Lord, your beauty, your splendor, Father God. I thank you for your majesty, Father. I thank you because, Lord, you are God all by yourself. Beside you, there is none else. Father, I thank you. Lord, let your glory be revealed through me, Father God. Lord, hide me behind your cross so... They can only hear your word, Lord, not what I say, but your word, Father God. Lord, let your name be glorified. Lord, just make yourself bigger than everything that is going on in our lives. And I come against the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. I come against every distraction, every delay, every disruption to this system lord let your angels excel in strength to clear the airways father god lord jesus i thank you that even if somebody is listening for the first time and they try to turn the phone off they try to go to another podcast they can't they fumble with the phone they phone drop don't break the screen but the phone drops out their hand and they listen to what you need to say to them right now in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen Somebody's phone is gonna drop. I just, I really, I, I don't know where they came from, but somebody's phone is about to drop. If it hadn't dropped yet, it's gonna drop. (laughs) Don't know where they come from. I don't even question it no more. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's what the Lord needed to say. That's what He needed to say. Um, y'all, it's (laughs) my goodness. Um, it's been a minute, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, it's been like two weeks. It's been like two weeks and I'm so glad for the reset. I feel like every so often we need to reset and just kind of realign our focus with what God has for us and what he needs to say to us because there are so many distractions in the world. Um, sometimes we distract ourselves with the thoughts that are going on in our minds and what we have to do and we just get we make our own selves busy when we don't have to. And um, I just praise God for this time that I've had away. Um, especially before, as we end, we're we coming to the close of, the, of another year. I know it's crazy, right? Like, we're, this week, we're going into November. <laughs> we're going into November, you know? And towards the end of the year, especially, like, You know, if if this is your first time tuning in, I'm a school teacher. So, like, when we have Christmas break, I always spend, like, those two weeks reflecting on what have I done this year? Did I accomplish any goals um, that I had set out to accomplish? If I didn't, what went wrong? You know, try to strategize going into the next year. And um, I did a little bit of that during this reset. Um, I even... Uh, logged out of my social media accounts, um, just the focus, and I realized that I spend so much time on social media. I was beginning to get into a routine of spending time with God, which that was like a little bit lacking. You know, I really studied for podcasting and for what I was going to post, but I was not studying for myself. And that's, I feel like that's a danger with creators who are Christian content creators, because it's like, you have to still set aside time for yourself. And with me being new to all of this, it's like really hard to find that balance of, okay, I need to have time to work on content, but I also need to have time for myself spiritually. And on top of that, I work a full-time job and a part-time job and I run a business. Like it's a lot of stuff going on in my life. But um this podcasting thing has grown on me. Like, not that I didn't like it. I just didn't know I was gonna like it this much. Like this is fun. I love doing this. I also love posting um inspirational content, but I feel a need to focus more on podcasting and not so much on what I post on social media. So I'm going to actually back off of social media, not completely like once in a while I'll pop in, but it's strictly for like, I'm posting content. Like I'm not, you know, and it's hard for me because like most of my friends and family, that's how I communicate with them is on social media by posting something funny. You know, I'm like a unofficial Facebook comedian. (laughs) So like, I post something funny, or whatever. Everybody, you know, comments and stuff like that. But at the same time, I—I once again, this is the second time I fasted social media. Um, one time I did it for a whole month during the and fast, and I realized then, dog, I spent a lot of time on social media, And, you know. And I'm like, well, I'm posting content. I'm not posting content all day. A lot, most of the time, is spent scrolling. I'm literally scrolling. What am I scrolling for? I don't know. I'm just scrolling aimlessly. And then when I look up, four hours have gone by. Not literally four hours. It just, you know, I'm being fine. Anyway, so, (laughs) you know, like hours have passed by and I'm talking about I don't have time to do anything else. No, you have time to do other stuff. It's just that you're spending your time on social media scrolling. So it's a distraction for me. I can't focus on what I need to focus on and these past two weeks i've been focusing on my health i've been working out twice a day getting up working out twice a day eating right not that social media kept me from doing those things but I'm staying up late on social media, so then I won't get up when I'm supposed to, or I get up when I'm supposed to, and I'm exhausted, so no, I don't want to work out, you know, and then I'm sitting there going, oh, well, I can't work out at night, you know, because then I come home, I'm, I'm tired, I'm tired still from not getting enough sleep the night before because I was on social media, then I get in my bed, and guess what I'm doing, I'm on social media, and I'm going to tell you, I have been sleeping so much better um, not being on it. They actually say you need to start shutting stuff down, like, what time is it now? It's 7.15. So if I was planning on going to bed at 9, 30, I don't need to start cutting lights out of my house. They say you have to set the atmosphere. Wow, that's a whole word right there. You have to set the atmosphere to prepare your body for bed. How many of y'all set the atmosphere for your time for worship with the Lord? Or how many of you set your atmosphere for your time of of studying his word? You know, like seriously, like we have to we have to purpose ourselves to do those things. So yeah, I'm getting better results in two weeks by not being on social media than I was <laughs> being on social media. So I'm gonna tell y'all, um this fast, and you have to be careful what you ask the Lord for. And, and, you know, I, it's like I know that. I still forget. It's like I, I still ask those bold prayers. I still pray those bold prayers. Why? <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Um, you know, I don't even sing. I give myself away too much. Like, I don't sing that. Refiner by Maverick City. Tell I want to. What does it say? Yeah. I want to be close to you. Oh, I want to be tried like by fire, purified. You know, like uh, uh-uh. I don't see that stuff no more. Listen, cause you, I don't know if y'all realize this, but songs are prayers. Look at the Book of Songs. The Book of Psalms is a bunch is individual psalms put together, but they're all songs. They were actually sung with music. So songs are actually prayers. And you will speak those things into existence. Every word that you say bears fruit, whether it's good, whether it's bad. Every word you say bears fruit. So when you sing them songs, you speaking that all your life. So, yeah, you know, I give myself away so you can. You, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Sung that too many times and found out. Messed around and found out. So <laughs> I, um... I prayed a prayer. I said, Lord, I'm going to do this fast. Um, I need you to show me myself because it's time. Like, I've prayed that before, and the Lord came through. He came through real fast. I was like, man, I'm still waiting on that million dollars check coming in the mail. You ain't, you ain't send that one yet. I've been praying that one for years. And we still had not heard any answers on that. Um, <laughs> so... I prayed that prayer again this time. I said, Lord, I need you to show me myself because I feel like I'm drifting from you. I don't feel cl- as close as I should to you. So show me what's going on. And sure enough, <sighs> yes, he showed me myself. And um, controlling, <laughs> or excuse me, I'm gonna put controlling in, in like quotation marks, air quotes. Controlling and i have no control over anything but that stems from me being molested when i was a little girl and um other trauma i experienced as an adult and so it's like my safe place is when i feel like i'm in control um of course the things i can't control like whether my house is clean or not you know which I tried, but it was a busy week It's stuff thrown all over the place I'm looking like, ugh But, you know, stuff like that that I can't control I feel safe But my problem is trying to control people Getting people to do what they're supposed to do According to what I think they should be doing Why? <laughs> and it's like I logically i I know I cannot do that I know that it is impossible God doesn't I won't even say he doesn't have control over us He gave us free will to make our own choices I'll say that He gave us free will to make our own choices um so if he gave us free will to make our own choices why do I think I can control what people do and what they what they're not doing like that's crazy. But I don't know what triggers that. Like, I got to get back in touch with my therapist. I'm like, I need another session. Because it's like, I don't know what triggers that. Um, I'm going to say anxiety. I do um, fight anxiety. Um, So that could be that, especially when something's going out of control. And I'm going to tell you, um, prime example, last Thursday, the 19th of October. Um. I had a doctor's appointment at eight o'clock. Okay, I'm trying to get at my house, cause I switched doctors. So this doctor is not like my primary care doctor was. The one I used to go to was like literally 30 seconds that from my house. Seriously, it was like 30 seconds from my house. I could get there um, and be pulling up before my seat belt put the seatbelt light flashy thing. Start screaming at me. I'd be at her, I'd be at the doctor's office. So now my doctor's office is a little bit further out. Um, so I'm trying to rush out the house. Well, I have like, I guess it's a it's not a duplex. I don't know what to call this. I don't know if it's a townhome duplex, whatever, condo. I don't know. I just know I have, I live here and pay a mortgage and house insurance. So anyway, my washer and dryer is in my kitchen and I have like a little foldy door thing um, to kind of, you know, close it off. So when I don't feel like putting clothes up, they sit on the washer and dryer and I just close the door and pretend they're not, they're not there. Don't judge me because y'all probably do that too. It's something about that laundry, putting it up. It just, oh, Jesus, deliver us from the laundry that we got to put up. You know, just send help, send help. Um, So, yeah, I... One of my doors is not working, and my dad is swamped because he owns his own business. He's um, a tiling person. He tiles floors. If you're in an area, local area, um, you know, Brunswick and surrounding areas, corporate arts flooring, Eliezer Cruz. His number is 912-996. What is it? 0329. Yeah. Yeah, 0329. (laughs) I get him my mom's number confused. But I mean, if you call her, she'll give you his number. Um, Yeah, he does Florence. So he's been swamped, praise God, you know, for business and everything. So he can't come over and fix the the thing um, because the track is bent that it it, um, slides on, right? So anyway, it was kind of just like in the way. And I'm trying to go out the door. I ran into it and kind of bumped it. And, um, it did something to it. So now it was even more unfixed. And so I was like, I do have time to fix that. I got to go. Kept going, right. Get to the doctor's office. I get there right at eight o'clock. Like, boom, everybody's still kind of coming in and stuff like that. I get checked in, sitting there. They call me back in like 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. Because I'm a high school teacher. So first block is my planning time. So that's when I go to my doctor's appointments and stuff. And usually I get in and out. But this particular day, my doctor didn't show up until like 8.30. Oh, no, 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 excuse me, 9.30. Was it 9.30 or was 9.30 when I... No, 9.30 is when I left. She showed up at 9.05, 9.10, something like that. My class comes in at 9.55. Sometimes 9.54, depends on when the bell wants to work right. So 9.54. So at 9 o'clock, I'm sitting here looking at my watch like... Okay, and listen, I had planned because I was doing, I'm fasting, right? But I'm not, I wasn't doing a um. I I wasn't doing like a hard, like no food fast or anything. What I started doing was intermittent fasting because remember, I think I told y'all on the last podcast or podcast before, um, I had COVID at the beginning of September. And when it was over, like as far as me being home, my blood pressure got affected. So, I've started switching everything I eat. Um, so I started intermittent fasting. And I said, "Okay, well, I'm fasting anyway, so this will work." So, I started intermittent fasting. So, I was just not eating and I wasn't eating out and stuff like that. Um, I cut that stuff out especially, you know, blood pressure. We don't play with that. So, I cut eating out and um fast food, but I really was like, "Okay, I'm going to grab breakfast because I didn't want to eat before I went because I had I had to weigh. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I, I got to check, see how much I weigh. So this is great. It's eight o'clock in the morning. First thing when I get up, go in there and I had on my workout clothes because I had to weigh. I didn't put on my work clothes. So, um, I didn't, and, and I was like, maybe I should take my work clothes with me and I said, no, this will be fine. I'll have time to come back home because I'm going to stop and get something to eat from this place that I love that place because it's Cuban and like my was Puerto Rican so it's like I love Hispanic food I love me some Hispanic food Jamaican food I love it I love all the island foods okay I'm gonna eat um Caribbean food I love it rice and beans mm. <laughs> plant the yes I love it I love to eat okay bacalao I love it I'm probably not saying it correctly y'all don't judge me in Puerto Rico I love y'all hey fam okay um So I was going to go to this restaurant and get me um, something to eat and go home, change my work clothes, eat my food, and then go to work. Because, you know, in my head, because the restaurant opened at eight. So I said, okay, by the time I leave, I could probably call my order in, just go pick it up and head on back to the house and change clothes and then head to work. Cool. I was was excited because I love breakfast. I love eating breakfast. I don't know what it is about breakfast, but it makes me happy. I don't care what time of day. If it's pancakes, bacon and eggs, whatever, I'm going to eat it. So, um, yeah, none of that went the way because I'm telling you, I had a whole plan out here. I had a plan and I'm like, this is like, you know, and there was no doubt in my mind that my plan wasn't going to work because why wouldn't it? that's what always happens when I go to the doctor I go pick something up to eat and head to work you know that's just what I that's what happens and I, I had a straight you know like this I'm going to this place and da 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 da, da. that was my plan did not work doctor did not come. I almost left the doctor's office she had something going on and had I would have known I would have just said do y'all want me to reschedule or come in later but I didn't know that until I got in there and sat for the first 30 minutes in the um the room they put me in after she checked my blood pressure and everything. She said, okay, she'll be here with you shortly. Then when I'm trying, I'm asking where the bathroom, like, you know, asking them if they had some hand lotion or something for my hands. My hands are asking, like, oh, she'll be in. She has so da, 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 da. Hold up. Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> when I, like it was 845 then. So I'm like, well, maybe she could still. And I'm sitting here like, well, maybe I could still get it. I could just call it. No. I had to rush home after my appointment. It was like 9.25, I'm 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 get home. I didn't even have time to put on like a professional shirt. No, 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 I didn't, I had, I just wore like athletic gear to work that day, which was fine, you know, it's high school. So it was, de- but it's like, it threw me off. It threw me off so bad. My hands were shaking because it, you know, I didn't even eat breakfast, which really made me mad because I said I love breakfast. Right. But remember, I'm fasting. Okay. I'm on a fast, but I'm intermittent fasting from 2 p.m. until 6 a.m. Because 6 a.m. is usually when I'm up, then I've worked out, you know, and it's around that time to eat. So that's over 16 hours of me. Or right at sixteen hours of me not eating, so my hands are shaking because I'm so frustrated because I'm like I did not eat. My kids had a test that day; they had a huge test that day. I walk into my job like I was speeding. I was, yeah, I. You know what? I'm not even gonna talk about how how I was driving because I'm I'm not gonna incriminate myself. I'm not gonna do it, okay? But I get to work. I'm frank. like and but when my first my second block kids came in. They're like, Ms. Cooper, because it was like, I was trying to calm myself down because they had a test. <laughs> they had a test and I didn't want my anxiety and um, frustration and uh, stressors, whatever, everything that was stressing me, I didn't want that to affect them in their test because they were already stressed out. They're already stressed out because I've been telling them how important this test was. So... They take the test, they scared at their mind because they because everything that I was feeling jumped on them. Yeah. Now, first let me say this. My kids blew that test out of the water. They did such a good job. I'm so proud of them. But I was like, and then <laughs> we had a meeting, um, because I was on the banquet committee for my church. We had a meeting um on Zoom that day and the stuff i thought was going to happen i thought i was going to be able to do it by myself or whatever other people started jumping in saying that they wouldn't let me have my time to speak on the fact of i got this no we gonna do it and see i also have a problem with letting people help me (laughs) you see how dangerous praying lord show me myself is it's dangerous it's dangerous out here in these spiritual streets so that was that was grinding my gears and triggering that being in control thing that needs to be broken in jesus name that was triggering that too because it's like that was not what i was planning because for the months i've been planning xyz one two three abc you know all of this and now people are jumping in doing the complete opposite of what i wanted they, that's not what they're supposed to be doing i was doing it my mama had to tell me calm down like I could not stop. It was like one thing after the other. Seriously, all on that Thursday, I said this must be my full moon day because this is some crazy. St-. I said no, not full moon. Day. I said this is my Friday the Thirteenth. It came a week later. <laughs> it was it was it was procrastinating. It showed up that day because I was like, this is not how everything's supposed to work. I had plans. I had plans, and they did not go, y'all. The Lord said to Satan that day. Like he said to Joe, you can touch that one spot and don't touch nothing else. Let me tell you something. I was like, oh my gosh. And I said, oh my gosh, everybody saw how crazy I was. I was so embarrassed. And then the following week, I think it was was Wednesday. Wednesday this week. Wednesday this week. I can't remember what happened. But I'll say this. About a month ago... The Lord told me, he gave me some instructions. Like detailed instructions and stuff. And I was like, okay. It actually, might have been two months. It was two months ago. It was in August. And I was like, okay. And he told me why. He said, I need you to do this, this right here because I'm about to do something over here with this person. And you, if you get over there, um, if, you, if you're if you like in the way, you're going to get hit. And I was like... I don't want to get hit. I'm a, I'm gonna back off. You know you know how the Lord tell you to do something and explain why you need to do it because He know you so well. And you be like, oh, okay. You be shaking You be nodding your head up and down like, okay, I get it. And you still go do the okay. So I'm the only person. All right. Well, it was me. It was me. Um, I didn't follow them directions. So my friend Brittany, who was on the podcast, remember Brittany, who was on here earlier, season two, episode three, I believe it was episode three. Um, she was like, sis, I don't understand. God told you X, Y, Z, one, two, three, and you trying to do ABC. That's not what he told you. You keep doing that. And then you wonder why, because I had a dream. I had a dream and that's what it was. I had a dream Tuesday night, you know, Wednesday, you know, you sleep, wake up the next day. So it was like Wednesday morning. I remembered I had a dream and I told her what was going on in the dream. She said, you know, it sounded like to me. I could've had that dream Wednesday. I don't I know I had two dreams back to back um this week. Anyway, that dream it was some stuff going on in the dream. Anyway, not to give you any details or whatever. But she said, you know, basically in that dream, she said, it's if it, just from hearing you talk about it, she said, it sounds like to me, if you don't back off and do what the Lord said, you gon' you're gonna lose what you're carrying. You're gonna lose the blessing that he's already he's already told you about. I was like, oh my gosh. Now, so now I have to go into the woe is me mode. And I'm just a horrible person. I wrote a really good poem out of the whole thing because it I was just so distraught. I said, Why am I like this? Why do I have to have control over everything? Why do I have to do and it's like it was very, like I said, It I know where it comes from, but you know how you think because you've been really into the Lord, you've been really working and studying and praying and fasting, you've been really doing everything you're supposed to be doing, and then something triggers that spot. It something touched that spot that you thought was you were over, and you realize just how not over it you are. That's what happened with me. And I said, well, dog, I mean, how long is it going to take for this to be over? Like, how long is it going to take for me to heal from that? And Brittany said something so profound to me. She said, you're healing. So it's different levels of healing. It's different stages of healing. You don't just get delivered and it's over with. She said, when you deal with trauma, There are layers to that. And it's like stuff I already knew, but to hear somebody else say it, you know, and so I was like, wow, you know, you're right. She said, don't get down on yourself. She said, just realize you still need work in that area and it's okay. That's why God brought it to your attention because he loves you and he cares about you. So he brought it to your attention. So that way you can shift your prayers and your, and your, um, studying to that thing. And release it. She said, you know, and that's, what he, that's why he does that for us. And I just, I felt like a failure. I really did. I felt like a failure because I'm like, man, I can't get it. Like, why am I having such a hard time getting this right? But the next day I woke up. Actually, when I got home, I I gave myself a pep talk. And I said, you know what? You, you failed. But it's okay because... You are human. You're not perfect. You're not perfect by any means. And you are doing the best you can. According to God's word, you are doing the best you can. You are going to mess up. You are not going to get it right every single time. You are going to like just once in a while. You are. It's a guarantee. But what I love about Jesus so much is he accounts for all of my foolishness and he, it literally says that in the word, <laughs> it says foolishness. I said, look at her. I thought that was just something black mamas made of foolishness, but it's actually, <laughs> it's in the Bible. Um, I can't even, I can't even find, okay. You, no, no, no. That's foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. I don't want to talk about that. Um, ah, I can't find it. Because when I found it the very first time, I was just in so, so much awe. It says, um, gosh, it says something like he knows all my foolishness. You know, like he he gives us, like when he gives us grace, he has already accounted for every mess up, for every mistake, for every wrong thought, every wrong word. He's already accounted for. He's already taken care. Everything is taken care of. Like, do do you really understand? There is nothing that you can do that is a surprise to our heavenly Father. Nothing. <laughs> Even when you have control issues that you are working through and being delivered from, nothing surprises Him. Nothing. And I love Him for like. I'm a, like I was so embarrassed that people saw that side of me. That's what really did it cuz I'm like, "Oh my gosh, people can see me?" Like, no duh, Stephanie. Like <laughs> People can see me do this stuff. Yes, yes they can. <laughs> yes they can. You're not invisible. You know, and it's like, "Oh my gosh. What in the world is wrong?" Like when I finally sat down with myself, but you know, that night Brittany and I had a conversation I, like I said, when I got home, because that was the first night of our revival, we had revival and a whole banquet, y'all. Like I am exhausted, by the way. Um, so we had the first night of our revival. I came home because I wasn't even paying attention to the word because I was just so into my thoughts. And let me tell you how the word, the Lord, worked. The first pastor, Pastor Allen, Elder Allen, um, he preached from John nine. And he said this, he said, John 9 is, the, is um, when Jesus comes across the man with, who was born blind. It never says he he was the blind man, the man who was born blind. And I'll tell you about that part later. So anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. But he talks about him and towards the end of his message, he says, you know, people, they kept going. Well, what did he do? What did his parents do? Why was he born? He said, Jesus says, they didn't, nobody sinned. This happened because God's glory is about to be revealed. And he said, so many of us are like, well, what did I do wrong to deserve it? He said, let me tell you like this. If you didn't have a negative balance in your bank account, you wouldn't be able to praise God for, you wouldn't be able to call him a restorer. If you were never sick, you couldn't call him. You wouldn't know him as a healer. If you didn't know him, like if you, um, never experienced death, you wouldn't know him as a restorer of life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Things happen in our lives so we can know that side of God because he's, he's constant. He's, he's a way maker miracle worker, promise keeper. He's a deliverer. He is your protector. He's your provider. He like he's all of that. But if you don't go through stuff, not because you sin, if you just don't go through stuff in this life, how are you going to know him as all of that? You won't. (laughs) You won't. Y'all, I mean, and it made so much sense. And that was the only part I caught. I didn't even catch everything. The following night, we had Pastor Roberts from Augusta, Georgia. Shouts out to Augusta if you're listening. We had Pastor C.D. Roberts from Augusta, Georgia come in. Love Pastor Roberts. He's a cool man. Um, he came in. Guess where he preached from, y'all? John chapter 9. The man who was born blind. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> He preached the same, not the same message, of course, but once again, proving a point that you can, you can read the same scripture and get something totally different each time. He came from a different way with this, but he said the same thing towards the end. And I was like, now I ain't trying to be like all about myself and nothing. But I know the night before I was not listening to the word because I was so down on myself about how I just did. I was disobedient to what the, what God told me like, oh my gosh, I teach, I, I talk about this on the podcast and I'm actually living in disobedience. I ain't obeying what God told me to do. Like, oh my gosh, you know, God told me to do this and I wasn't doing it. You know, like I wasn't listening to the word. He brought that thing around again. You gonna get this word, and you gonna stop. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You know that that was like amazing to me. That was so amazing, so amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and another aspect of me being disobedient—not just trying to be in control, but uh, when it comes to people, I have such a hard time trusting not just in people, but trusting what God is going to do with the people he told me he was going to do stuff with. I have a hard time. And it's like, our our heavenly father is perfect. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He doesn't change. He's, he's, He's constant. He does not change. He doesn't change his mind. He don't even change his word. He doesn't change his mind about me. I may change my mind about him a hundred million times. He never, he never changes his mind about me. He never changes what he said about me. Whatever he says does not hit the ground, knowing all of that. When he tells me X, Y, and Z with this person, with that person, whatever, i I'll be looking at him side eye. Are you sure? You know, like why? when it comes to my finances, i am be completely honest. I'm in a hole right now. Don't ask me how I got there because I don't even know. I pay my bills. I tithe. I do everything I'm supposed to do. And yet, and still, I'm like, why is that account balance negative again? You know, like I even cut, I pulled everything back. I'm about to start cutting off, um, these apps, like Netflix and Hulu. I was like, well, if my bank account, it is so negative that the payment don't go through and they shut it off. I'm going to leave it off. That's where I am right now at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I barely watch TV anyway because I'm always working. So if it go off, it go off. I got Tubi. I got Samsung TV. I have YouTube. Um, what's the other free one? Oh, and I got HBO Max that come with AT&T. So I'm good. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the only thing I'm gonna miss is Abbott Elementary and Bridgeton don't judge me. Um, <laughs> those are the only things I miss, but my mama got a Netflix account. So I just use her. So whatever Netflix. So, uh, <laughs> but seriously, like I, you know, but guess what? I don't question God about that. Cause you know what? I prayed about it. I know he's going to take care of my finances. He told me back in February of 2022, this is when all of this, actually, it started towards the end of, of December, 2021. But yeah, all of January and by the time he got to February, he, he spoke loud and clear to me and told me, explained to me what was happening. And he said he got it. And I ain't never questioned it since. I've actually been at peace when I saw my bank account go to negative 600 something dollars one time. I thought, okay, God got it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Never questioned him. Student loans. I was like, nope, I ain't paying it. Jesus paid it all. I'm going to be debt free out of student loan debt. I'm, and guess what? He took care of that. All of these things, all of these things, all of these things that he's done, he's take, he told me he's taking care of it. But when it comes to, okay, this is what's going to happen with this person. That's what's going to happen with that person. And you need to do, are you sure though? Like, so how are you going to do, like, got, got to play 50 million questions with the Lord when he taught me ask, but when it comes to my finances, when it comes to my health, when it comes to anything outside the realm of people, I'm all for it. When it comes to praying for people, I'm all 10 toes down, you know, praying and fasting, you know, believing for the Lord to do what he said he's going to do in their lives. But when it comes to how the people connected to me. You sure lord you sure so i um while i was while i have been fasting i read the book of numbers and i just started deuteronomy because i've never actually sat and read these books numbers leviticus them books right there chronicles i'm like i don't want to read a book full of names and tribes why am i reading those things but numbers was actually really good numbers was really good okay it's a must read I gave it five stars <laughs> but um yes yeah, so I got into Deuteronomy and the first chapter y'all straight out of the gate first chapter the 30th verse he said um Moses is talking to the people he's talking to them people and Moses says, The Lord your God, which goeth before you, he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness, where you have seen how that the Lord your God bare thee, as a man doth bear his son, and all the way that you went until you came into this place. Yet in this thing you did not believe the Lord your God. Y'all, that thing did something to me and it hit me and I've been sitting on those three verses, 30, 31, and 32 for the past couple of days. I can't move out of that because I'm just sitting here because you want to know why? It made me think about myself. The Lord has me out here in the financial wilderness and I'm seeing him doing amazing things like. Wow, the Lord showed up again. I wasn't even expecting that. Like he doing all of this stuff. Uh, It says in verse um, 31 towards the end, it says. As a man doth bear his son in all the way that you went until you came to this place. Until you came into this place. You saw everything the Lord has done for you until you came into this place. What happened? What happened, you know, like, what did it, what was there that made you stop, like shifted your mind to where you, you don't believe what he's saying? Is it because he gave you an increase in your paycheck? Is it because you got that promotion? Is it because you were able to get a new car? Is it because everything's going well, like what, what happened? Or is it because you started going up against some heavy hitting spirits? You getting some heavy hitting spiritual war. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what did it? And I'm sitting here looking at my own life, like that. I, I'm still on the fact of September the 12th, my, I was paid. My account for student loans was paid in full. My student loan count account was paid in full. Yet I have, I struggle with trusting him with people. What? (laughs) I'm a student loan. Y'all, I owe, like, I'm not even gonna tell y'all that, that ain't none of y'all business. (laughs) Just know I have three college degrees, okay? That's none of y'all business. But he did it. If I could trust him to do that, if I could trust him to provide my needs To provide all my need According to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus I go to my cupboard I got food in my cupboard But my account say negative something <laughs> it, It's stuff that don't make sense Cause that's that God man You know what I'm saying But when he says he's gonna do this This and this and this person like to me And I need to step out the way why I feel like I gotta still be there to supervise God? I'm not his supervisor <laughs> to make sure he do what he say he gonna do. What's wrong with me? <laughs> and some of y'all go through the same thing. It's like putting milk in the refrigerator and you gotta keep checking it every two minutes to see if it's getting cold. That ain't gonna work. You gonna mess all you gonna you gonna like mess all your food up. <laughs> It's crazy, but that's what I, that's what I have been doing. I've been trying to supervise God to make sure he say he going to do what he said he going to do. Who does that? He, he said what he was going to do in my life and other areas. And I trust him 10 toes down. You ain't going to get me to wave on that. But when it come over here, why? Because I've been hurt before because God says something before concerning people and it didn't work out no way, but I have to constantly remind myself people have free will. Stephanie, people have free will. God gives us the right to choose. He gives us that gift to choose. You can't control people. There's no way God gifted us with the, with the, with the gift of free will. We can choose to love him or we can walk away from him. Everybody has that choice. And because my overthinking self due to being molested at a little girl, I want to have everything go a certain way because I don't want to have any surprises. I do not like, I I do like, well, here's how it is. I'm not going to say I don't like surprises, but I always figure them out. I figured out my surprise party when I was four. I still remember that. My mama was like, what? (laughs) Four or five. It might have been four or five. Probably five. Probably five. Yeah, probably about five. I figured my surprise party out. She was driving up to the McDonald's. I said, I got a birthday party in there, don't I? She looked at me like, how did you know that? Okay, I've been a little detective since. (laughs) Been a little detective since a little girl, okay? Little Harriet the Spy. But, so being like, I was already inquisitive anyway, as a little kid. My mom has already told me, she said, you always ask questions. You were always trying to figure things out always. So now put that with, I've been tampered with. So now I got to concoct a plan to make sure that doesn't happen again. I have to make a way to make sure I'm not going to get hurt again because I've had my heart broken too many times. So I'm not going to let that happen. So I got to come up with a plan A, B, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And sometimes we got to go to the double and triple letters to make sure that I protect myself because see, when I have a plan and it goes according to plan, I feel safe. The Lord disrupted everything Thursday, October 19, 2023 at 7.45 a.m. when I ran into that doggone door. (laughs) that was the day of the undoing praise god the undoing is where you get redone (laughs) the undoing is where you find out who you really are the undoing is where you realize you need god more than ever in your life don't ever think you don't ever need god there should never be a time in your life where you walk around like you think you did everything ain't no way (laughs) ain't no way no like there's y'all i I'm telling you, this this two weeks, these two weeks, this fast, it, it it did something to me. It did. It did. So he says, until you came into this place. You saw everything I did. We everything was good. You knew I was doing it. Says <laughs> you saw how I, how I bear you as a man doth bear his son and all the way that you went. You saw how I carried you, how I carried you all the way that you went. I took care of you. Did you know the children of Israel? It says it in the Bible. The whole time they were in the wilderness, their shoes didn't tear up. Their clothes never tore up. <laughs> if you let me tell you something, if you don't believe in the power of God <laughs> the lord your god which goeth before you he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in egypt these people saw all the plagues they saw the red sea part so they could walk on dry ground they saw the lord before them as a fire as a pillar of cloud by day and fire at night They didn't have to worry for anything. He took care of them. The Bible even says he took them the long way. Their their, their journey from, I believe, from the Red Sea, if I'm not mistaken, to the promised land was supposed to be 11 days. I know it was supposed to be an 11-day journey. It took them 40 years. reason why it took them 40 years is because their disobedience but also because the lord they just they were so disobedient the lord's like okay look everybody that came out of egypt you all gonna die except for your kids your kids can go into the promised land but y'all not you know and you got to remember it was a mixed multitude so they had people in there who were probably egyptian probably um people from other nationalities and stuff like that who were not all hebrew <laughs> so it was a mixed multitude so that also contributed to why the disobedience occurred okay they so if it's you know egyptians and people from other nationalities they're not worshiping the one true god they're worshiping the guys they came with you know because that's all they knew um but in the scripture let me see if i can find that real quick it says let me see if i can find it real quick uh, No, it ain't there. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to be able to find it, but it basically says that the Lord, um, the scripture I'm thinking about, it says that the Lord had them go the longer way because if they would have gone the sh- the short way, which was the normal way, I guess, the 11 day journey way, um, they would have been intimidated by what they saw. So he was protecting them from that because he said if they see all of the, the different um, like Amorites and Amalekites. If they see all of them, they don't want to go back to Egypt. And we ain't got time for all of that. They going to be, he said, so take them this way so they can build up some strength. And endurance, you know, so God was protecting them from themselves. (laughs) He's a protector. And for, he said, until y'all got to this place, we were good until you got here. What place is that for you? We were good until you got here until you, before you got to this place. You saw everything I did. You saw how I took care of you. You saw, so when, when you got to this place, I don't know what happened. What changed What changed it for you? What did it for you? You were trusting God and believing God until you got to this place. And here's the thing. Your situation could still be not what you expected to be. But until you got to this place, so that's a spiritual thing. Cause they were still out in the wilderness. <laughs> they were still out in the wilderness. Like they weren't anywhere. They weren't anywhere. Um, Cause at this point in time, like in Deuteronomy one, this first chapter, Moses is talking to them, um, telling them, like giving them a summary of everything they had gone through. So they were still out in the wilderness. So their physical situation had not changed. So this is more spiritually and mental. What did it for you? You still out in the wilderness. You was trusting God up until you got to this place. What is that place? Are you tired? Because you know, when you waiting on Lord to do this stuff, when you waiting on him to move, Sometimes it seems like you're on crock pot, you're on the crock pot, the slow cooker time instead of the the toaster time or the microwave time. It's like, why are you putting me in the slow, why are we going by slow cooker time or the crock pot time instead of the microwave time? And I, I mean, just being honest, but I tell you something about that slow cooker. It's something about that slow cooker that the microwave can't give you. First of all, the food is hot. It stays hotter longer. When you in a slow cooker, oof. <laughs> it stays hotter longer when you in a slow cooker. When you take them stuff that food out of the microwave, you got to eat it right then because it cools down faster because it was zapped. <laughs> it was zapped. But when you on that slow cooker time, the food stays hotter. The food tastes better. Yeah, it tastes better. It's like the, it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait for that. It might take four, four to eight hours <laughs> to cook it. But when it come out, especially if you do some roast, that meat is tender. You, you don't even have to use a knife to cut it. Sometimes it just falls apart, especially you got pot roast with the potatoes and the carrots in there and some cut up onions mm, and the lip and soup mix. You might have to make some pot roast. This <laughs> But seriously, the food tastes better. It stays hotter longer. So you out in the wilderness, what changed for you? It's because you had to wait longer than what you thought. It took a little bit more energy to do, you know, to get through the wilderness. The Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. I've been there. (laughs) I was probably there last week. (laughs) Hope deferred makes the heart sick And this is Proverbs 13 and 12 Hope deferred makes the heart sick But when the desire cometh It is a tree of life Wow You know how long it takes for trees to grow To maturation It takes a long time But when that tree bears fruit Man, you could eat off that tree for a while. <laughs> but it took a while for it to get to that point. Hope the makes the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. <sighs> until you got to that place. Into this place. Until you came into this place. Yet in this thing, you did not believe the Lord your God. In this thing, in whatever situation, until you got to this place, you did not believe him. And I and I'm really hard about this because I was mad. I am still a little hot with myself. It's like, why aren't you believing him? Like, dog, look at your podcast. Blessed is she that believe. Like, how how you not believing God and trusting God with this? That's what the flesh is. You know, that's the flesh. And. The fact is, but I'm, I'm so grateful for that, for the time I spent fasting because through those moments of, ah <laughs> through those moments, when I look back, I'm grateful that I'm able to see myself. I'm grateful that the Lord allowed me to see myself with his eyes. Because can you imagine acting like that, behaving like that, and you don't even know because you're blind to yourself? That's the dangerous part, is when you think you're okay and you're really not. So I am so glad for the Lord gifting me with self-awareness and allowing me to see myself. I'm grateful for him answering that prayer because it has been helpful. Because now I could pay more attention to how i feel when i'm starting to get triggered when things are going on so that way i can pray effectively yeah pray effectively and of course take the stuff that i've learned in therapy so far and apply it but first and foremost it's the word of god and prayer yeah yeah so it was a learning experience um that's what i've been doing and like i said i I pray that y'all take some time to become more self-aware through the word of God. Um, take some time for yourself. Because listen, until you came into this place, you were believing, you were hoping, you were trusting. If you feel like you are like missing something, you now you're questioning God on everything. Why are you doing that? You need to start asking yourself, okay, why? what, what is prompting me to question God when he said he's going to do what he said he's going to do? Why, what is prompting me to do that? What's prompting me to, and I'm not saying you can't ask God questions. I know that's the whole thing. You, you can't question God. I ask God questions because he's my heavenly father and I go to him very respectfully. Like, Hey, um, when you said that, what should I be doing to, to make sure that I'm staying out of the way? You know, stuff like that, I'll ask him because I know he's going to answer me. He's going to show me. Sometimes he shows up through people, he sends people my way. Like today, he used a sister from church to encourage me about something, which I was about to fall on the floor when she said it. Because after all of that crazy foolishness I was putting on the show with, you know, past, you know, like Thursday, October 19th, 2023. And then uh, Wednesday, October 25th, 2023, you know what I'm saying? Like it was refreshing to know the Lord still loves me. Cause he's never going to stop loving me. But see, that's the lie. The enemy tells you when you mess up, God don't love you no more. You done messed up. He, he hates you. He, you know, lies, you know, i never thought for a minute that he stopped loving me when all of this stuff happened in the past two weeks, but It's like, dog, I let him down again. Like, I'm a disappointment in him. Those kind of lies, you know, like, and that's when I said, wait a minute. God accounted for all my foolishness. He accounted for all my foolishness. He knew me in my foolishness. He, he's giving me grace for this. I'm grateful that he showed me myself. I am so grateful that he answered that prayer. Not that he wasn't going to answer it, but he answered that thing real fast. came out of left with that. Like, Ooh, there I am. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I asked my heavenly father stuff. You know, I asked him, why the sky blue? I know the scientific reason, but is that your favorite color? You know, like stuff like I be asking him random questions. I'm pretty sure he's sick of me asking him random questions, but I just be wanting to know, cause I'm trying to, I want to make sure I have a, a close relationship with him. I want to make sure I'm talking to him. Like so I talked to him like he's right here with me because I know he is. I talked to him in Jesus, you know, hey, you know, hey, Holy Spirit, what's up? <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> what you doing? Want to go get something to eat? You know, something like that, you know, because I think we have such a one-sided view of our Heavenly Father. I'm not saying, you know, you just talk to him and cuss around him and all that. Like, no, don't, don't do that. Like, no, no, not, no. But. He's our heavenly father. So he's the father that I've always wanted. He's always here. He's always listening. He's always um, guiding me and protecting me. He, he's perfect in every way. He never changes. He, he's not surprised by my, my stupidity and the things that I do that are dumb. He's not surprised by any of that. He loves me with an unconditional love. That's, Wow when I think about his goodness and his love toward me, it, it makes me, I'm speechless. While I, when I first started to fast, um, there was a song and, um, by Brandon Lake. I, let me tell you something. I love Brandon Lake. I know that man is married. That man, listen. I love me some Brandon Lake now. <laughs> I love him. But he has this song called Gratitude. And um y'all I can I can't even get past the first two lines of the song without getting emotional because he says all my words fall short. I got nothing new, y'all. I got a lot of words, as you can tell, because you're still listening to this podcast. The hour in, I have a lot of words to say. But when it comes to, I'm crying now. I'm about When it comes to talking to my heavenly father, when it comes to telling him how great he is and how wonderful he is, there are not enough words. I don't even have, and he says, all my words fall short. The Bible tells us in Romans, all have fallen short. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I said, even my words fall short. My words fall short. (laughs) We fall short and so do our words. We don't even have enough words to express how magnanimous he is. (sighs) Says, so I throw up my hands and praise you again and again. Because all that I have is a hallelujah. And I know it's not much, but I have nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah. That's all I got is hallelujah. Because nothing else is worthy enough. The word I like to say awesome. I call a lot of things awesome and then I call God awesome. It's like, how do you say the same word for a king? is a hallelujah. Mm. Well, that's all I got left for y'all is, um, is that go listen to that song. Just check it out. It's, it's a beautiful, it is a beautiful song, beautiful song. Um, go check that song out. I just wanted to tell y'all, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I'm almost at 2,000 downloads. (laughs) I want to see if we can get to 2,000 before the end of the month because it'll be seven months since I started this podcast. Uh, um, Yeah, month seven, it would be great to end with 2,000 downloads. I can't believe that. (laughs) that's crazy to me. I know that's, you know, some people get like 13,000 downloads in the first month or whatever, but whatever, this is a big thing for me. Um, so I just want to tell y'all, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for each and every one of y'all. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Please share this podcast with everyone that you know. Um, even with people you don't know, you on an elevator listening to it, tell them, Hey, have you heard this podcast? Tell them, you know, I'm still waiting to hear from Lateris. Um, he hadn't seen my messages though, but you know what? I forgot I logged out of Instagram. He might have actually messaged. I'll check it. My <laughs> fast stuff would I check it. And then i log back out. Um, I'm still trying to get on that yellow couch before the end of the year. That has been a goal of my I need to write that down because I didn't write it down. The Bible says to uh, write the vision and make it plain upon the table so they may run who read it. Um in Habakkuk chapter two, verses two through three. So I'm writing it right now. I am going to sit on the yellow couch before the end of the year. (laughs) Y'all hear me writing (laughs) with Lateris. I'm writing it. And I'm put the date, cause you gotta put the date, so that way when it happens, you know when Lord answered it. And it is so, and shall not be otherwise. That way, I also put the date, so that way when I go on the show, I can take this sticky note with him, um, take it with me and show it to him. Like, see, I wrote that there. <laughs> I believe it's going to happen. I believe he's going to call me and he's like, hey, I had to get you on for the New Year's Eve special or whatever in December. He'll he'll call, message me, whatever. We're going to do it and it's going to be done. <laughs> but y'all, I'm almost at 2,000 downloads. I think I'm at like 1,934 right now. So I know y'all have been waiting for another episode to come out. So here it is. Um, so I'm hoping that will uh, get me the 2,000 downloads. I'm excited, y'all. Um... Anyway, that's it. I hope y'all have a blessed week. Um, Keep trusting God. Keep believing. I don't care what the situation looks like. I'm even saying this for myself. I don't care what the situation looks like. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Keep pressing. Keep pushing until something happens. Pray until something happens. Keep pushing. All right. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.